Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, hey coach, we're back in. It's the Almond Gunner Experience. And I don't know about you, but I've been paying attention to some of these uh, these feeds in my newsline, and, and I, I see where the celebrities are all showing their gray right now. And I look at you, I'm like, what is this, the D-age experience? Like, I'm trying to figure out how you don't look like you've been cooped up like everybody else. Hey, man, hey, don't, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> hey, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, man. Hey, listen, brother, I told you I've been trained for this stuff my whole life, man. I'm good. The infrastructure's in place. You know, I got a different type of infrastructure. One that don't requires a lot of makeup and stuff, you know, and other people. <laughs> all right, all right, I like it. I like it. The infrastructure, okay. All right, I feel like I feel like we need to coin that. That that's gonna be real right there. That's the right. That might be a platform. We can take it to any business. We can take it to any institution, and we can run with that. Well, hey, and we should. We're going. We're going with uh, with lead this week. Like, let's just jump right out in front. Right. That's our word of the week, right? Yeah, lead leadership. Why'd you pick? Why'd you pick that one? Well, number one, I think if we just look at the sign of the times that we are right now, I mean, I think we need leadership more than anything. But I think that uh, more importantly, everyone right now has an opportunity in the course of their day to to play the role of a leader. I mean, we all you know have one part of the day in which we can be responsible for inspiring other people and helping other people get to the other side. So I think it was an appropriate word for this week especially when you come off words like success and invest. I mean, to make those things possible, someone has to be leading. And, and as I like to say, you got to keep some people in the hopper, man. You know, who, who's going to be next to get the torch and keep it moving forward? It looks like one of my, one of my girls, one of your nieces got behind you and put a sunflower uh, back behind you there. What, what's going I, on with that? Hey, man, you know, you know you like that sunflower, baby. Hey, well, you just asked me how I de-age. See, I surround myself with beauty. Ain't nothing wrong with a sunflower. Uh, okay, I see you. I see you. That's part of the infrastructure. I got it. It is part of the I infrastructure, man. I got it. Well, you know, what it makes me think of is hope, you know, and and I think um, when when you identify that, that uh, you know, that leadership actually can exist, that we can actually be good leaders, and we can, and we can identify the qualities and traits of a good leader, um, that brings hope. Yeah, all day. I mean, and, and isn't that what's important, right? It's how do we constantly wake up every day and have that 20 seconds of courage um, to be able not only to inspire ourselves to be better, right, but to inspire other people to be better. Uh, When you can do that, everything just works better. But more importantly, you know, we move the world forward. And I think that's what our show has always been about is how do we give people information that they can use immediately to start growing? And that's what leadership is. I think that's what hope is. And, and one of your most recent books, uh, Lead With Your Life, uh, you talk about leading from the front, um, you know, and, and I think that's, um, that's different what we're used to. I think a lot of times we're used to people standing behind us and saying, go. Right. Uh, versus saying, you know, being out in front and saying, hey, let's go. But I think, but think about that, right? So if you just, you know, lead from the front, lead with your life, you really don't have to say much. Right. Your actions speak way, way louder than your words do. 
So I think if you take the responsibility to just put yourself out in front and be okay with that and be okay with sometimes you're going to make a misstep, but then own it. Um, be okay with, you know, sometimes the target is going to be your on your back, but own it. See, that's real leadership to me, right? I think it's easy to to play from behind and then always, you know, criticize and say, well, I would have done this and I would have done that. Well, I think we're, we're living now at a moment to where, well, we're going to get to see what you'll do because I think everybody has an opportunity right now to, to, to either make it or break this thing. So we get to see, you know, who's going to be accountable, who's going to step up, who's going to walk their talk. Yeah, you know, I, I want to be optimi optimistic and hopeful, uh, but, you know, I, you know, at the highest levels, I, I really don't see that mentality. I see more of like, hey, you go fix this problem yourself. Go figure it out yourself. And not really that that leading from the, from the front in that example, uh, but at the same time, I mean, I guess to be to be optimistic, I see um, more at a local level. I, I see uh, you know uh, families, I see individuals, I, I, I hear more voices at the table than than maybe we did before. Well, but see, that's where I think the infrastructure is so important. I always say, man, everything starts at home, right? So if I can be hopeful and optimistic at the house and exhibit those behaviors for the people that I love, right? And then they get inspired and do the same thing, then that creeps out into the neighborhood, right? Which now creeps out into the community, to the state, to the nation. I mean, that's where it's always gonna start. I think sometimes we're so busy looking for someone to tell us what to do, not realizing that, man, we can do our own thing. You know, the wave has started, you know, very small. And then it grows. I mean, you know, uh, you don't build a house from the top down. You build it from the bottom up. So for me, I've always been about, you know, whatever we want to see, hey, do it at the house first. Start doing it at the house and then let it trickle outside. And, I, you know, that makes me think of that. Uh, there's, a, there's a verse in Scripture that talks about the house that's built, built on, on shifting sands. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not exactly 100% sure what that's identifying or what, what that symbolizes, but it makes me think of emotions. It makes me think of feelings um, and, and not facts and not truth. Um, but where, where do feelings fit into everything? Because, it, you know, there's, there's optimism and, and people want to feel good. They want to be happy. Well, I mean, I can understand wanting to feel good, but I think, you know, it'll happen for you when you make it happen, right? Uh, I've always said when you just use feelings and emotions to do things, you're still stuck with the problem. You never deal with what's really going on. Uh, so for me, real, real hope and real optimism starts with how much work are you putting in? I mean, you, you can, you know, as my grandfather would say, you know, wish in one hand and crap in the other one and see which one fills up the fastest. Uh, so for me, I'm all about you know, having hope and optimism, I'm all about, you know, feeling good. But I know in order to get there, there's some work involved. Like you, you at some point, you're going to have to do the work. There's no shortcut. Um, so that's where I always play from. Because again, I think that our principles and our values, those things, they, they don't, they don't change. I mean, you know, the facts can change, but then you got to play with the facts as they change. Uh, but it's still going to involve work. Uh, it's just not going to involve feelings and emotions. Well, depending on which hand, I mean, either way, I, I'd prefer that everybody just wash their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's I don't know, what, hey, I don't know whether well, wishing or crapping. Well, you but, but you know, again, at the same time, right, we should have been washing our hands all along. Like, again, there's certain things in my head. I go, 
like really you got to tell people to, to to wash their hands i mean like like to me there are some simple things that should be just like breathing but it goes back to infrastructure obviously we've gotten away from the foundation which made what we call this country great i mean there's just some simple foundational things that that we had i mean i look back at how i grew up man Whoo, boy, let me tell you, you talk about the village raising the child, that was all day, every day. And so what I do see is now you do see a little bit more of that now. You have neighbors who now really know who their neighbors are because they're standing outside and talking. They're feeling cooped up. But again, does it really take something like this in order for us to just do simple uh, humanitarian things? I don't think it should. Um, so again, I think we have a great opportunity here. Uh, what I don't want to see is, and, 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 and it drives me nuts to hear this thing, the new normal. Like, really? The new, so, so again, we just put labels on everything. The new right. normal? I mean, what, what right. should be a new normal about treating someone with respect? Treating yeah. somebody with love? I mean, new? That's new. So that's new. Right. Um, right. So that's, that's where I am on this whole thing, brother. And so I just think the, the best way for me to help, the best way for me... Uh, to make things better is just lead with my life. You know, just just be what I want to see more of. So every day, yeah. that's that's what I play for. Yeah, well, and, and I think you play on your toes, and I think that's what we're looking at and identifying with, with uh, super freak athletes and, and the, the revolutionaries is that, you know, um, the new normal, to me, it makes me think, um, I'm just looking for a way to be comfortable for a little while. Like I just, yeah. just want to, I just want to yeah. settle in. Yeah. Can we identify a new comfort zone so I can get into you know what I need in order to to feel good about myself versus just staying aggressive, staying on offense, and continuing to to operate uh, with vision. Well, it's interesting that you said that because if I you know when I stop and really think about it, the student athletes that I've always worked with, the the corporations that I've always worked at work with up to this point they're all doing the same things we've always done. Yeah. Like they're just showing up and putting in work. I mean, they're communicating, um, they're working hard, they're, they're treating people with respect. You know, all my student athletes are just, they're just grinding um, and, and getting ready for, for when they can go back and, 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 and play their sports or continue their education. Like when I really look at the revolutionaries that, that I'm dealing with, man, nothing's yeah. changed. The only thing changes sometimes we look around and feel like we're even more out there by ourselves than normal just because everybody else is sitting and complaining and, and, and wanting this, you know, whatever this new normal is. And look, man, it's going to be what you make it. You know, at the end of the day, we're all going to have to make a decision how good we want to be and what are we willing to give up. Um, and, 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 and that's how that's who's going to going to win. That's who's going to separate. You know, it makes me think of that statement, uh, or the you know the, <laughs> the the two words you hear together often, fat and happy. Like I like yeah. I want to be happy, <laughs> and I want to be fat. Yeah. And, and the reason I say that is because so 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 just just brought me a plate of like what what really looks amazing in my breakfast. <laughs> like like I, I'm getting ready to be fat and and happy, and so you know that that's the good news is, is I can just. You know, sit back, turn my podcast on. That's right. Like we're we're making it easy. Right. Right. But, but I mean, how can you leave from the front if you're comfortable, right? You can't you can't stay comfortable. Now, take care of yourself, but you can't stay comfortable, right? Yeah, I mean, 
again, you know, I think of things like we 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 always push and, and we we talk about words like equality, right? That we want things to be equal, that we want things to be level. But I've always said you can't want equality, but then still look for an advantage for you or your family. That's not equality. You understand what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when we're sitting back and we're talking about that we need to be comfortable, I always go comfortable doing what? I mean, what is your definition of comfortable? Because my definition of comfortable is being uncomfortable. So so it goes back to when we talked about success and you getting to define success for yourself. Um, but at the end of the day, to get out of this jam that we're in right now, we all got to come together. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I mean, I think the sooner that we realize that and the sooner that we, we realize that, that everyone has a part in this leadership thing, the better off we're going to be. Wow. I'm going to cheat and, uh, and don't tell 89, but I'm looking at my notes here. The resource that inspires future leaders starts with you. Now, what I, what I, what I, what I hear you saying, what it sounds like to me is that, um, that we can actually not just create what we want today, but we can create what we want for the future. And it's not just short-term, short-term, uh, isolated, you know, our, our little, uh, bubble environment, but it, it's got to involve everybody. We're all connected. Well, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, it, isn't that the way it should be? Like, like whatever successes that you have, right? Whatever, whatever excesses, successes that you feel that you've accomplished in your life. I mean, if you've done a great job as a parent, if you've done a great job as a mentor, don't you think that should cut into the learning curve of your kids and your kids can now take that and get it even more and grow even more? I mean, I think as leaders, we're all responsible for what we leave behind. That's called legacy. So if we lead with our life and, and we're willing to be out front and encourage people, and you know what? It's not about doing good. See, you can do a lot of good things that ain't right. See, to me, it's about doing good and right. And as a leader and as a mentor and as a parent, you know, as a business owner, we're accountable for all of that stuff. And if you're not going to be accountable for that stuff, then don't call yourself a leader. That's all I'm saying. At the end of the day, your actions, it, all that talk is just talk. It's like my, my student athletes to tell you, hey, you guys can talk all day. But when we lace it up, we'll, we'll let who, who's worked the hardest, who can execute under pressure, um, who can do all the little things, who foundation doesn't break down, that's who's going to win. And I think that's what the game of life is all about. Don't call yourself a leader. There's a difference between doing something that's good and something that's right. And, and, and we can do both. And, and the English language is funny though, because I don't hear a lot of people say I'm a leader, but I do hear a lot of people say I'm a coach. Yes. I'm a teacher. Yes. I'm a parent. Yes. I'm a spout. Like, you know, I, I think that they may not use that word, but they'll go, you know, create another version of that and, and, and own that label without really identifying that what they're saying is I, I am a leader. Well, I, I choose think, to be a leader. Well, again, I think, you know, it's like my mom says, when you get the information, you're now accountable for that information, right? So I told you words matter. So if I say that I'm a leader, that, that to me, when I hear the word leader, that's not just in teaching. That's not just in work. If I'm a leader, man, I'm a leader 24-7, 365. And I think that's the real difference. And, and, I really just believe people like being comfortable, right? They want to lead on their terms, and it just doesn't work that way. 24-7, 365, that's super freak terminology. 
So let's go right into it. This week, we're talking about leadership, what it means to lead. Coach, who's our super freak of the week? Super freak of the week. I'm going to go with Elijah Kanad. Let me tell you, uh, it's so funny. We we were out putting in some work the other day. And, you know, my workouts now, I, I'm just at a whole different level because I'm just staying in the lab, right? I'm not sleeping much. And, and I feel like we just have this short window and, and we, we've got to move people forward. So the workouts that my student athletes have been getting are just killer. And, uh, and at the end of one of these workouts, I'm telling you, everybody's spent. But Elijah walks over to his car. He picks up some cones, goes back out to the field, and he just starts putting in more work, working on his 40 time. Now, what's interesting is, you know, he's at West Nassau High School. He's a senior, uh, but he's going to be playing for Florida Tech. Tight end, big boy. But what he realizes, he got to show up ready. And, and, and all this stuff that's happening in the world right now can't, can't, you know, derail him for what his commitment is. And his commitment is he's told some coaches that he's going to come and that he's going to contribute. He, you know, he, he, he's, he's made it clear that I'm coming to be a student at your university. And, and he's honoring that commitment, and he's willing to do the work. See, and to me, that's leadership, when you're willing to kick your own butt. And I always laugh, man. When you kick your own butt, nobody else stands a chance. And uh, so uh, this kid's driving all the way in from West Nassau, man, to work out, knowing that he's going to get a beating and knowing that for him to drive home, he's going to have to rest a little bit before he can get behind the wheel of a car. That's leadership. You know, that, that's knowing that things aren't going to be comfortable. That's knowing that things aren't going to be pretty. Uh, but with his life, he's being a good example for the teammates that he has that are, say, are juniors or sophomores or freshmen at his high school. Uh, he's leading with his life, and that's what's important. Elijah, super freak of the week. Man, Eli. Coach, what a pick. What a pick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do some stuff, man. I, I feel it. I feel like he's going to do some stuff. Well, and I'm excited for uh, for Florida Tech because uh, the rest of the team better be lacing it up because it sounds like he's ready to lead. He's ready to lead from the front. He's putting in the work. Um, and, and one thing I did kind of um, hear in, in what you said there is that he's actually looking to serve a, a cause or a brand that is even bigger than just himself, but he understands that, that he's connecting himself to that. And, oh, no doubt. Um, no doubt. There's a word that comes to mind for that, and it's service. But I, but I feel like that word doesn't do it justice. But what is serving and leadership? How do those two things jive? Hey, you showed me a great leader, and I'll show you a person who simply serve other people. To me, that's what leadership is. It's about you know making sure that the people that you love and care about and, and, and are working with have the resources they need to be what they say they want to be. I mean, that's what leadership is. It, it's not about having all the answers. Uh, it's not about thinking that you're the smartest person in the room. It is about making sure that all the people that are under your command have everything they need to be anything they want to be. It's service. It's about how do we, I mean, it's so simple. Just serve others. You serve others, some good stuff's going to come your way. You know, when, when I think about why I'm working with all these babies out here, man, I'm getting older. So I might need one of them to take care of me. You know, I, I have a young lady who's studying to be a nurse. You know, I have I have a kid who's studying to be a doctor. Well, you know, I may need him down the road, man. So I'm trying to pay it forward right now, and hopefully on the back end, you know, they'll be willing to serve other people as well. 
Coach, help me connect the dots here because there's a difference between management and service, and we talk about this a lot. I don't believe, and I don't believe that you believe that uh, that people were intended to even be managed or dominated. But one thing you said there was, uh, and I want to ask you to redefine it again. You know, uh, not not to not to change a thing, but to but to help us understand how can somebody be under your command, and how does that tie together? Because um, you know, I'm not asking you to to own me, but at the same time, I'm giving you my time and energy. So I'm I'm kind of submitting to your authority and leadership there, and trusting you. Yeah, because for me, when I say it's, it, it, again, it goes back to like dealing with all the the student athletes I deal with, and, and they're under my command. Well, they're under my command in the way that I lead my life. You know, all the information that I'm giving to them. They're looking at it and breaking it down and saying, well, is coach really, you know, living his life that way or not living his life that way? It's just like being in any organization. It is easy to 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 have a group of people in which you are, quote unquote, in charge of. But the respect, the level of respect that they're going to give to you is directly related to the level of respect and the things that you are doing in your life. You know, I believe that people are smart enough to know who's doing it and who's not. Um, There's a lot of big talkers and little walkers. So to me, real leaders, leaders that really get it done, they spend more time doing than talking. Once they communicate their vision, they spend the rest of their time serving people and helping people to see how they fit into that, what their value is, why it's important for them to show up and get things done. Uh, Because at the end of the day, people want to know what's in it for me. Uh, I constantly ask myself, why would someone want to train with me? Like, I really wouldn't. If I was a student athlete today, I'm not the guy that I would want because, dude, I'm hard. My expectations are set. They're not changing. My infrastructure is what it is. But I can't run these kids away. I can't do it. It's like the organizations that I work with. They know what they're going to get when I come in. They know what I'm going to say. They know how I'm going to say it. But yet they're like, no, we want that. Um, and, And I'm just crazy enough to know that you know, that's how I live my life. And, and you know, I'm kind of an open book. It, it is what it is. You get what you get. So to me, you can have people that's under your command, but they're really looking at what you do and how you do it. And that's how they're going to grow. It sounds like one of your favorite words is also every. And and, and I'm not going to act like I just, I'm just now learning this. Every day. Yep. Okay. Every person. I mean, you said make sure that Every person that is under your command has everything they need in order to be successful. Uh, that that's next level. That's that's some higher calling uh, intentionality, and uh, and and I think that it's fair to even say, you know, let's let's not even call ourselves a leader unless we're willing to lead everybody. And and does that who does that start with? I mean, Operation Love Letter. Uh, yes, I've heard it said that leadership isn't about you. But it's all about you. It is. So where does it start and, and you know, how do we continue to even lead ourselves, Coach? Well, I, again, I think that it, it has to start with you. You know, if you're not willing to, to lead yourself and, and the things that you want in your life, first of all, how can you truly lead other people? But I think when I use the word every, and, and, and I mean it in every sense of the word, it's simply because... When I think of equality, I think of equality for everyone. I'm not trying to get an advantage for my three kids or my grandkids because that doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense to me is is that we all have to be willing to give every ounce of ourselves 
to to a cause that we say is important. And to me, it's about everyone reaching their full potential. That's all I want. I want people to maximize their potential, whatever their potential is. So I don't have to make adjustments during the middle of the day or, or at night. It's not about I. It is about we. Because no one wins alone. And again, I think there's just some, some key foundational things to we as human beings figure out, man, we're just going to be spending our, we're going to be talking, you know, 30 years from now about the same stuff we've talked about for the last 400 years. Sooner or later, the basics of, of, of we're all in this together, man, is going to really have to mean something. Like our actions are going to have to take place. Like if you turn on the TV right now, almost every single commercial says, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Dude, those are just words. Those are just words. So until we actually put that into action and we actually do it, all we're going to be stuck with is what we've been stuck with for the last 400 years, words. Coach, we're going to get into the challenge of the week. And uh, it's coming up here. But before we do that, how do, how do our listeners stay in touch, get in touch, you know, dive deeper, continue to grow, maximize their potential? What's the best way to, to continue to grow this, uh, this engagement and this connection with our, with our audience and, and with our super freak members and, and with the whole community, with everyone. Well, I think the easiest way is definitely, you know, you should set your set your, your calendar for Fridays and, and listen to our podcast and the things that we talk about. I also think you should visit our website, Armand Gunner Experience, and, and, and read our books. And I think the books that I've written gives a, a real big insight to not only what our philosophies are, but more importantly, it, it's about maximizing your potential as an individual. Um, when, when you look at the books that I've written, it's all about, you know, focus to win. And that means yourself and then essence of teamwork, you know, working as a team and then leading with your life. I mean, it's about, you know, now leading other people. So, you know, and we're on all the social media platforms. Uh, we constantly encourage people to ask questions. Uh, we want to make the show as interactive as we can. You know, we keep, you know, talking about, hey, we want to invite people into the studio, uh, sit and chat with us because, it's about getting the right information out there. So, you know, we encourage you to stay engaged. Um, you know, look at our posts, like them, make comments on them. Uh, look, I have thick skin, so it doesn't bother me. If you, and again, I'm going to say what I say, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Uh, let's invite them to, uh, to, to not like our posts. That's right. You know, to challenge, challenge us. Throw the challenge back at us. Um, I'm sitting here looking for my Lead With Your Life book. I had it right in front of me. <laughs> and, and I think somebody, maybe So-So ran off so, with it. Yeah, So-So started reading that, man. Hey, look, look, my, man, my niece knows what's up. She knows what's up. She's probably reading that thing right now. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, it's time for the, the challenge of the week. Challenge of the week. Hey. C-O-W. Yes, well, you know, the challenge of the week. You know, 89 is just rubbing his head. Right? He's like, this guy every week. I don't know. He's out of control, but I like it that way. The challenge of the week is pretty simple. You know, I said earlier that I think every single individual has an opportunity throughout the course of their day to be a leader. I want you to focus on your leadership skills. Are you serving people? Um, do, do, you have, do you have a vision that you have not communicated? Uh, so I want you to communicate that vision. But more importantly, I want you to be bold in all your actions 
and be willing to put yourself out there to serve other people, to make people better. That's our challenge. Man, that's hot, Coach. Be bold in all your actions. Yeah, yeah. Have the confidence, have the courage to talk about your vision. I think it's a great week to do it, brother. It's a great week. It is a great week. It's an outstanding week. Um, coach, lead from the front to make a way from, uh, for others. A leader's role is clearing the path for others to follow. The resource that inspires future leaders starts with you. Leaders are visionaries. Great leaders communicate their vision. Serve others in all you do. There's a difference between a good thing and the right thing. And, and we can help everybody. We can actually serve, encourage, and help everybody around the world, uh, at home, um, and just go ahead and, and identify that we can create what, I, what we want today and in the future. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, one more question for you, Coach, because um, going into this, uh, I don't think you know um, anybody really knew the intensity or the timing of, of how the, the virus was going to affect things and the response, really more than anything, the response to the virus, the ripple effect of that. Um, but it does seem like some people, and, and I'm going to point the finger, you know, directly at, at you and I, okay? Mm -hmm. it, it seems like we were able to continue to hit the ground running or to keep our pace. I actually think of uh, the, the uh, 4 by 400 uh, we talk about running a relay. Mm -hmm. When you hand off that baton, you know you you, you don't hand the, the baton off to somebody who's standing still. Right. Um, were you ready for this? Um, were you uh, able to identify that that you can keep your stride? And coming out of this, what's your expectation? Because I see a lot of people exercising right now. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people putting in extra work, mm -hmm. uh, investing more in their family time. Um, you know, some people might be going crazy right now. Right. Some people might, might be on the other end of the spectrum and they're, they're hurting, you know, and, they, right. and they, may not, they may not be getting better right now. But what are some of the things that you see coming out of this in, in the next month or so that, it, you know, and, and when I say coming out of it, is that even something that is a reality <laughs> for us? I mean, why, why do we want to get out of it? What it you know, I'm, what? You know, I'm well, being, uh, tongue in cheek, but. Well, first of all, let me answer my, your, your first question. Your first question was, did I see this coming and, you know, how was I able to keep my stride? Well, I didn't see it coming, but I was able to keep my stride because I do what I do every single day is be the best version of myself. I try to maximize my potential. It doesn't matter. See, I, I can't worry about what come my way. All I can do is worry about how I'm going to react to things. And so, again, if you, if, if you know your purpose... And if every day, you, you know, you plan for your purpose, it really doesn't matter what happens out there because I am who I am. I don't have to adjust to that stuff, man. What I've got to do is just make sure that every single day I'm trying to be that 1% better. And so that's that's the way I've handled this. Uh, for me, it was like I'm just doing what I've always done. Uh, that's why I, I get a little it, it's kind of like when I think about, um, you know, here in the state of Florida, we, we have that minimal standard test, that FCAT, whatever they call it, those things. I've never really understood that because what we're talking about is minimal. Like, so you're talking about the minimal standards. That's that's what we want to do. To so if every day I'm going in and I'm trying to be the best that I could be, the minimum should be nothing. Uh, so that's just how I live my life. 
What what I would like to see come out of it, and again, it goes back, what you just said was so interesting to me. You, you said, you know, and do you really want to come out of it? So let's think of it this way. So if we have families who are now having dinner together, and if we have people that are, are, that are now investing in their lives by working out and, and, and getting healthier, right? If we have people who are now being uh, more compassionate and empathetic to other people, why in the world would you ever want to come out that? So I'm just going to leave that there. Why would you ever want to come out that? So that's just the way my brain works. What I think is you, you take this moment and then you realize that, no, we can all do better. And now that we're all doing better in those little things, because that's the infrastructure, brother. That's the infrastructure. The rest of it will take care of itself. Yeah, yesterday Ali posted something on the story of films, uh, social media. He posted, sometimes you got to go backwards to go forwards. No doubt about it. I like that. I don't, I don't think we want to slow down. I don't think people want to innately. We just, we don't want to go backwards. We want to, we want things to be convenient. We want to continue to well, know, have what we can have and go get more. Well, little bro, I think you have to slow down in order to run fast. I mean, you know, I remember my mother used to say to me all the time, you know, I'd, I'd take her grocery shopping or, or I'd have to take her to the mall or something. And she would always say to me, boy, you walk so slow. And I'd just look at her and say, mom, that's why I run so fast. I mean, I think you have to move with a purpose, brother. That's all. Move with a purpose. That, that's consistency right there, coach. <laughs> That's consistency. I keep telling you guys, man, I'm not smart enough to do all this high fluting thing. I just keep it where it is, brother. I, I could do ordinary better than anybody I know. I just like being ordinary. Ordinary is good for me. It works. Well, you know, I, for one, want to get back in the studio for sure, although I'm enjoying seeing you with the sunflower uh, <laughs> behind you. I mean, again, that, that's that's pretty stuff right there. That's right. That's right, man. I'm going I'm to I'm dial up. I'm going to dial in some music right here. <laughs> he too much. Hang on. Here you go. Here you go. Thank You're not right, man. You're not right. Hey, hey, listen. Thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in. Remember, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.